Welcome to the Channel for Grace Uncut podcast. This is a deep dive into my life, my stories, my experiences, the things that I love to talk about, the things that inspire me, and my thoughts and observations about the world. This is a podcast where you'll mostly find me sharing myself uncensored, but where you will also meet amazing guests and hear about topics that will inspire you to keep learning, to keep searching for your truth, and to guide you to be unapologetically you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today to talk to a very dear friend now, I consider, um, whose name is Susan Kennard, who is actually known as a spiritual scientist, originally trained in psychology and psychotherapy um, over 20 years ago. She focuses on trauma. She's passionate about helping you to remember that you are your own inner healer and that you can create a truly free and abundant life by aligning to your true mission. And I am so excited to have you here on the show today to share uh, what you do and your passion and your story. Just so excited. Thank you for being here, Susan. Oh, thanks, Jay. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited too. <laughs> it's great. Awesome. So the the exciting thing for me, and mm -hmm. I didn't mention that in your little bio just now, but it's actually the the the, the main like reason why I wanted to have you on the show yeah. is because you are a medium and I, I haven't, am. I haven't talked to anyone um, yet on the podcast that actually does mediumship and me myself, I am like super interested and super curious about it mm -hmm. and how it works. And I know a lot of people are, so yes. I would love for you to tell us, tell us your story, tell us how you, you know, awakened, how you got to where you are so we can understand mm -hmm. a little bit more about what you do now sure thanks jay i mean you know i have the podcast as you know because you were on it you know the other day called the spiritual awakener and one of the reasons why i created the spiritual awakener is to help people understand what's happening to them and have amazing people on and the reason for that was because my journey i'm sort of like a reluctant medium uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm someone who definitely did not mean to be a medium. Well, I did from my soul's perspective, but from my consciousness at that time, you know, I was a psychologist and a psychotherapist and uh, I was working in child protection. So I was a specialist in trauma in London with uh, drugs and alcohol, domestic abuse. Uh, you name it. I worked with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heavy so that was sure. that life. Sorry. That's heavy energy for sure. Yeah. I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So, you know, so that, that was what I loved. And uh, so I spent every day of, of, of my life, you know, working with children and families at that time. And then I had an experience uh, where one of an ex-boyfriend actually, so I wasn't actually with him at the time. He was a friend an ex-boyfriend of mine took his life. He's actually called Martin. And Martin, I named my son after him, actually. He's nearly 12. Um, and so uh, Martin took his life. And uh, I hadn't really thought anything about spirit at all. You know, I was in my 20s. I'm now 51, so it's a while ago now. 
and uh, yeah probably actually 27 you know my kind of Saturn returning <laughs> yeah. type time uh which I obviously didn't know about then uh when I look at it now and I had this experience where he came to me in the night now for me something like that was totally out of my remit you know I was a evidence girl I was a psychologist I did research I was very much into my evidence so um what's what comes from this is somebody who really resisted being a medium so let me take you through the steps so essentially this person um who had passed over I was woken up in the night and I felt somebody sort of touching my shoulder almost trying to wake me up and I knew I was asleep and so there was that feeling of being asleep but not asleep and I had a sense that somebody was in the room and of course you know I was a I was a woman in London by myself living in a living in a flat in actually in Highbury in Islington in London and uh, I you know had this experience where I was absolutely in a cold sweat do you know what I mean by that like you're you know you wake yeah. up and you're in a cold sweat and I could not move oh wow and so it's so it was so quick and I couldn't move but I had this sense that it wasn't a, a scary thing you know it was a sense that there was just someone there and I remember sensing a dog as well and of course it made sense to me afterwards that Martin had a little dog that passed actually six months before him, a sausage dog, uh, before a dashhound, uh, sausage dog, we call them here in the UK. And uh, so I saw this little dog as well. So then I couldn't sleep. So for three months, I had the radio on, a timeout, I had the light on, because I was scared that the same thing was going to happen again. So every time I dropped off to sleep, I was like, oh my God, let this not happen again. Because I, I didn't really know what it was at that point. Yeah. So then a friend of mine called David actually got me a reading and I'd never had a reading before in my life. And he didn't tell the woman anything about me. He said, look, she's someone I know. I know she's learning to be a tarot reader and a medium. I've got her to do you a reading. So anyway, this woman came to my house. Doesn't happen these days, does it? Don't visit people. But she came She came to my house, um, my flat, and um, she floored me. She told me what Martin looked. She said, I've got this man here. He. Um, this is what he's wearing. And he always wore the same thing, white T-shirt and jeans. And she described him completely to a T. Wow. We traveled a lot in New Zealand. He was from New Zealand. We traveled a lot together. We'd had many experiences that no one would have known about. And so as I've got tears rolling down uh, my face and completely in this shock of this woman knowing everything about him, she said, she looked to me and she looked to my hands and she said, oh, and, and, and this is part of your path too. And I just said to her, you must be joking. Um, there's no way I'm doing this. <laughs> so then, So then time went on. And I was also uh, doing a postgraduate degree. And so uh, I was overlapping this postgraduate degree, uh, lots of observation. It was a lot of work and I was working um, in CP in child protection. And so I realized I needed to calm my mind down because I had so much on. And I kept seeing on the tube, um, which is like our little trains here in, in the UK, on the tube, all these adverts for transcendental meditation. Mm. And I just kept seeing TM everywhere. 
and then I opened magazines. Oh, meditation. So I thought, you know what? I feel I Something's need to me. meditation, right? And I was a little bit awake, but not really. Yeah. So then I decided. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry? Yeah. And no, I just think that's so interesting. Like you're describing literally how we respond to our intuitive messages when we don't know that that's what's going on. I love yes. this. Yeah. Please yes. continue. So anyway, I, uh, so basically I did TM transcendental meditation and I went to the Marishi Yogi center, which isn't there anymore, but it was in Baker street in London. And the day, the first day I just saw this purple light they initiate you with, you know, a few things that they do. And my whole world changed from that moment. I started just complete, a completely different way of seeing the world. My papers that I was writing at that time, my uh, postgraduate papers, the lady who was marking them said, you didn't write this paper. She said, who wrote this paper for you? And because the change in my connection Wow. What my, um, she just could not believe the shift oh my. in my consciousness. Well, we didn't talk consciousness then, but the shift in my concentration. And so I ended up getting my postgrad, which is great. And then I, I resisted again and resisted again. And then it just kind of happened that the College of Psychic Studies, which is a very world-renowned um, college in London, in South Kensington in London, they had courses. And I thought, I'm going to go along and research because this was me. So I bought so many books. I read so many spiritual books. I love it. I do the same. Yeah. Like I just devoured it. And then I went into this one class and um, this lady said to me, okay, so it was kind of working with your guides or something like that. And uh, she said to me, oh, what can you see? And I said, I can't see anything. (laughs) And she said, um, no, what can you see? She put her hand behind my back and she said, what can you see? And I said, I can see this, 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 and this. And I described a house. I described an old, older gentleman. I described what he'd passed with. He was talking to me clear as day. He was talking to me, showing me this. And the lady I was sitting in front of said, that's my granddad. That's the house where we used to play. That was the kitchen. That was this. And what he passed with, and I'm like, are you serious? And she said, yeah, this is, this is, this is what he was like. And my teacher at the time said, you're a natural <laughs> medium. And I said, wow. Okay. I've been told that before. <laughs> so I, then I was shown clairvoyantly people, spirit, everything. I then started to realize I could hear them. I then started to realize I could feel them. And so I started to just do course after course. And I was very blessed because I was taught by some amazing people. And I did medical medium. I did, you name it, I did it. And I was in a place there where I could pick and choose the tutors. So I'd have one term with one tutor, one term with another. And all this time, I never told anyone in child protection what I was doing. I ended up. Yeah, I ended up working on the platforms in London as a medium, giving evidence of survival and working as a trauma specialist in child protection and no one knew. 
I literally had two different lives because it was then it was like the 80s 90s it was people just didn't talk about it yes and then I decided that we were not just a mind and body and so I decided to train as a naturopath uh which I did uh but I didn't just do a weekend course I chose to do a full training (laughs) which is what I tend to do (laughs) uh so I was a naturopath uh I then worked with traffic children I worked with teenage parents I did all of this and I started to develop ways of working with children um that was out of the remit of child protection I just never told them so I started to because the guides were speaking to me and saying this child needs this so I would be working with them in a different way but just not typing it up in my reports and I was getting some amazing results wow. with the children and it was just beautiful. Oh. And then, you know, fast track, you know, we'll skip out quite a lot there and fast track really. And, and I would say that, you know, I had a really difficult relationship with the father of my children um, mm-hmm. who are now 13 and a half and nearly 12. So it was a long time ago. Um, and, and we split up um, when they were babies and we split up at that point because it was emotionally abusive Mm -hmm. and that I call another spiritual awakening because that spiritual awakening led me to start to train in energy processes Mm. and it started me on a journey I gave up child protection to look after my children I had no idea how I was going to pay the mortgage but I did and I became this single parent where I just retrained so for so 12 years ago I stepped out of the spiritual closet and I owned the fact that I, yes, I was a psychologist and a, you know, evidence-based practitioner, but I was also somebody who worked with my guides and source. And so it just went on. I learned EFT, I learned theta healing. I did all of these different beautiful trainings and put them all together. And today now, all those years later, I help people by seeing into the body, seeing the trauma, helping them uh, to release their trauma and helping them to uh, really align to their mission. Mm-hmm. And so the guides are very, a great help really, as you know, and you know our um, trust in the universe is more key now than ever it was before. Mm-hmm. And I teach mediumship, I teach beginners. Um, I do a beginner's class and I do an advanced class and, you know, I run retreats. I, you know, I, I, I serve on many different levels. I also do a bit of intuitive astrology. (laughs) Um, Amazing. They tell me, (laughs) you know, I love astrology. Yeah. Wow. So I look at Chiron quite a lot because of the wounded healer. So yeah, but, but the mediumship side of it, you know, I teach it in a way that is very professional because I learned it very professionally. So I, yes, I was a natural medium, but I didn't just go into it as a natural medium. I went yeah, in that's as a actually, Yeah, that's yeah. a question that I was going to ask that comes up because, um, so you had the natural gift, you were kind of born with it, right? You would say that. Um, so yeah, so what would you say to, uh, and it's interesting because you resisted it too. So what, yeah. you know, it's, it's, so I guess in, in going through your process of like, this is, this is who I am. This is like a natural gift for me. Mm-hmm. Um, how did, did the gift 
become stronger the more you the closer you got the more you accepted it the more you allowed it in when you you know and when you officially kind of stepped out of the spiritual closet was the gift getting stronger you know I think I definitely noticed and I do talk to people about this quite a lot so when I stepped out and owned the fact I was so in a body having a human experience that I channeled that I had my you know the science background but I also was working with spirit, that's when everything shifted. And that's mission, right? Yeah. 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 So owning our mission allows the universe to go, oh, okay. She owned her mission. Here we go. And then I did all sorts of beautiful experiences like ayahuasca. Um, I did a couple of ceremonies of ayahuasca, which is plant medicine, if people don't know and they're listening to it. And uh, that opened up um the light language and the channeling which I also resisted I also (laughs) resisted I'm like no I don't do that why do you want me to do that (laughs) so I resist everything right so I'm I'm a good teacher for that because I resisted it it wasn't something that I was saying you know in any ego or anything like that I was like no I don't want to do that I'm fine as I am but Mm -hmm. the door keeps knocking Mm. and you have to own it and yes. you know how that is, right? And if you don't own it, you know, everyone's awakening now. Like we, we talked about this on my podcast and it's like, you know, this spiritual awakening time is massively the time to remember you're not on your own. You've got mm-hmm. your guides. You don't have to be a medium. You have to give evidence of survival, but to connect with your guides is just so amazing because there's your trust. You, you know, know, that's, Really? Yes. And that's a really good point is that um, here's a question to a medium, right? Do you feel like um, we all have spirit guides that we can yes. to? 100%. I think we came in. I think we said, okay, we'll jump. We'll come in. We'll have a human experience, but we'll go with the knowing that we have a team that we are not separate, that we're all part of the unified light of consciousness and that we have a body And that body is our barometer. And when that body shows us a message, then that body is saying, listen, you're out of alignment with unconditional love and your mission. Mm. (laughs) That's one of my favorite subjects. Yeah. yeah. Mm. In the beginning, you mentioned um, you were as you were telling your story, I was like so amazed at how it was such a perfect example. And I was thinking of myself too. Like when I started to notice that there was like, obviously the universe was screaming at me, but I was like, "Mm, it's just a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we just like keep just kind of trying to logic our way through what's going on. Like, oh, that's funny. That's another coincidence. And, and then eventually it gets to a point where it's like, okay, there's something else going on here, you know? And so the question that was, yeah, yeah. Um, how, what are some of the ways, uh, I guess, how would you describe the different ways that, you know, spirit communicates with Mm. you or spirits or, you know, those have, that have passed on, what are just, just a few examples. So people can be like, Oh, I've I've, I've had that, or maybe I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the ways, so if we think from spirit communication, so for example, you know, your, your grandparents or whoever wants to come and let them, let you know that they're still around helping you, then things like uh, perfume smells, that's one thing. So if you get a waft of a perfume smell and you're like, oh, where's that come from? Quite often that will be spirit 
trying to let you know that they're there. Feathers, which we all know and love, right? When the angels are present, you know, just see these little tiny feathers or big yes, feathers. So my thing. <laughs> floating down. I love that. Floating yeah. down, you know, beautiful. Um, what else? Um, things moving and not in a weird way, not in a poltergeist way or anything, but just, you know, like a photo frame or, you know, something um, perhaps that's moved in your house. And you're like, oh, that's weird. I, it's only me that lives here actually that wouldn't have moved um some things that people find a bit difficult is when they might feel somebody sitting on the bottom of their bed but all you need to do then is you need just need to say thank you so much for for coming um i just would prefer it if you came to me in the day yeah <laughs> so you just this will have to do with my daughter because she, she's a natural yeah. medium and spirit is for her like she shut it right down because she doesn't like the fact that they come and visit her she doesn't want to see it I yeah. have a friend yeah I have a friend who is also very very psychic and uh she her daughters and her children as well are very very psychic too and they all witness like all this that you're describing happening all the time because it's it's a group mm -hmm. of like it's a psychic family living all together under one yeah. roof <laughs> so yeah. so it's, it's like same. very yeah. it's very intense for them um they they have you fun with it off. you can tell them i mean you can say and you know, hopefully she's listening you can say um you know it's just really thank you so much for coming you know i know you're coming from love but so for sarah my daughter myself i said to her well look, we'll just thank them for coming and we'll just tell them to come when i'm with you so when i'm with you then they can come and they can talk to you just now this is what you want and so that's what we've asked for since then they haven't woken her up. They haven't come. That's you know. so amazing to hear mm. because I yeah. think the main thing with people who may be natural medium, psychics, mm. all that stuff is the fear. Yeah. There's fear, you know, Absolutely. it's like, and I yeah. think it comes from all of the movies that we've watched and, and the past lives. <laughs> tell me more about that tell me more about that <laughs> let me just see if i can find another example of uh synchronicities for people so if they're listening they might have seen a feather they might have smelled something they may feel brush of the hair and uh, not like we would brush our hair but just this feeling and i could feel when my i could see my guides but what i can feel when my guides step in and different guides step in so you may feel warmth you may feel you know, a brush of your arm or, you know, something like that or cobwebs. Sometimes people feel it's cobwebs or breeze sometimes. Um, so there are many things that, you know, you can look out for or just be conscious of. And there's synchronicities as well. You know, if you all of a sudden get a thought in your mind, it could be that you are, but it, it's always that, but you're being guided to, you know, listen to your, your uh, inner guidance. Music too. I, uh, Music, I excellent. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes I'll overhear someone say something or I'll see something on a billboard or something like that. Um, exactly. And it's like, yeah. whoa, totally what I was supposed to hear. You know, it's funny because for me, the, my intuition is very strong. Um, I don't believe that I am a medium. I don't think that's one of my like mm -hmm. strong gifts. I think I'm more of a channeler um, <clears throat> because of the the work that I do and working with, you know, uh, yeah 
the the higher the light families um the star star families and um yeah and so but so my intuition is strong and i always know that when i see something i feel this the synchronicity i feel that everything you you've described like some of those things i've experienced and i feel that is a message and here's something that that is really good to ask a lot of times it's not clear what the message is so how would you help someone who's like i'm getting something but i don't know what it means like how do people deal with that part of trying to decipher like am i supposed to do something like you know how would you answer that question if someone i mean it's it's a tricky one to ask because it depends on what the subject is but if somebody sort of feels um so i'm just going to give you an example so if you if you feel like you're ready to connect in a deeper way and actually start to trust the messages then the being grounded is so important Mm. so to put that earth star down in the ground and connect with the soul star i've got my um free video course called awaken the light within um which people we can give them the the details of that on here some some point um but essentially you can i take people through videos so the first one is really connecting and grounding the second is connecting with your guides uh so really bringing your guides in and the third is connecting with your body so the messages in your body but so for example if you're really grounded and you feel grounded in this earth it's much easier for you to really connect and bring those guides in and hear the messages and even if you don't believe in guides and angels and spirit, just to do that allows you to listen to your inner guidance. So you don't, you know, if you're listening to this and you feel, well, I don't really want to talk to anyone outside of me, then just come into your heart because the answers are always in the stillness, aren't they? Oh, the I present, love that. The gift is in the present. The present yeah. is in the present, right? Most of- time you know when I get when I am kind of going about my little day and Mm -hmm. I receive you know just messages for me a lot of times um they come in the form of birds birds will just fly around me and stuff like that or they'll literally fly like around me uh there was even this this morning before we before we did that conversation there was a little hummingbird flying around in the car oh that's beautiful yeah we don't get them here Oh my God. I love hummingbirds. I remember when I used to live in Colorado, uh, in Ward, Colorado, it was a little bit up the mountain. Um, there was just this one point in the summer where there was hummingbirds everywhere. Like it was like buzzing with hummingbirds. Oh my God. I've, I've, I've forgotten about that, but I just remembered it now. I also see hawks and a lot of times they'll, I'll be driving and Mm -hmm. I'll see them coming up instant for me like I feel them I'm like there's a hawk and I look and and they'll fly right over my car like pretty close so like to me when I get those kind of messages what I receive them as most of the time is Mm. I'm not alone you're on the right track exactly Exactly. what you're doing this is a you're in a good like keep speaking as well you can like look it up so go and look it up that animal go and look that animal what does it mean are you a hawk or um a raven there's we have raven card yeah, animal and and there's animal spirit medicine information like all over yeah. now so it's, it's a lot easier to figure out that information if animals are something yeah. that speak to you but yeah it's uh, it's just a fascinating thing um and i just love that 
uh, oh, you know, I was going to say one thing. There was, when you were talking, there was uh, something that came through was Barbara Hanclow. There was a book called, maybe I mentioned it in our park podcast that I think we recorded for your, I think yeah. She wrote a book called Alchemy of Nine Dimensions. Yeah. We're saying you need to be anchored and centered to earth. Mm-hmm. And she, that's a Pleiadian channeled book. It's according to the Pleiades, there's these nine dimensions. The first one is the yeah. iron core crystal. <laughs> my hairs are talking. <laughs> my peas, I call them. Mm. Oh, yeah. So that so there's the iron core, and then there's the second dimension. There's the third, yeah. which is where we live. We are the keepers of the third dimension. Then mm. it's fourth, which is like the canopy, um, the collective consciousness that right now we're really experiencing some noise yes. in and 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 mm-hmm. we're trying to get beyond that one because when we get to the fifth dimension it's like the heart and then the sixth the seventh so it keeps going higher and higher in frequency and in light like lighter and lighter and that's true with mediumship so what we have is mediumship is on that level of so I have to bring myself to different levels so if I'm working with the Palladians my vibration I don't I don't do it consciously but I can sense my vibration is on a finer level when they come through with light language and the actuarians as well but when i'm working with mediumship no you know no judgment with the spirit coming through (laughs) like it's just a different vibration right and so they come in um on a vibration where they're blending with our dense energy oh wow so i have to bring i have to it's not conscious now it used to be i have to bring my energy to that space where i can see spirit because it's a different level the psychic is kind of from your solar you like solar plexus from your heart solar plexus meaning like psychic readings and cards and things like that yeah yeah Yeah. cards get in the way for me I can't like I can't read cards I just can't I'm just getting it from there like for the purpose of the audio I can't yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I I just I just have to listen and see I can't look at a card I mean I do oracle cards they're fun but I can't do it from that it's like that, that yeah that's, just, so, that's so beautiful for me with the cards what's some cards some decks don't speak to me at all it's difficult yeah. to read them and yeah. then other decks the images like they like give me tons and tons and tons yeah. of like yeah I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, let me just grab that and that. And you know, the words, I think the words, like I, I don't read the words. I look at the, the picture yes. and then I can get more from it. But the words, like, yeah. it's the world, you know, that's so beautiful because it's the world of Neptune. Yeah. It's like we're diving into the ocean of like the yeah. infinite, right? And, and we psychic mm-hmm. abilities and intuition. It's all about mm-hmm. Neptune, the 12th house. So I would say, you know, adding a little astrology here, look at your 12th house and it's see what in Scorpio, which is... No, I just mean in general for oh. everyone listening too. But yeah, yeah all right, Scorpio, everyone, yeah. actually really cool that you said that though, that Scorpio in the 12th. That's very... I think it's Neptune. I think Neptune's in there. If, I if think that she- Scorpio, that's mediumship. I would say Scorpio has the ability to do mediumship. Oh, that see. energy is because working with the other side, yeah. you know, um, yeah. it's on the other side. So that's definitely that. But yeah, for in general, for anyone, like if yeah. they, you look at your 12th house, that's the house of psychic abilities. And so yeah. what if you have Neptune, I mean, that's Where's Neptune transiting right now. Where is Neptune in Pisces. transit? 
in Pisces. See? <laughs> so right now, the Great Awakening, people are waking up yeah. to their own psychic abilities. And I think yeah. um, it may be a thing where people are getting a little bit freaked out because one yeah. thing that I've noticed too is that I've been talking to my friends about this. We have this very beautiful like sisterhood these me and these two friends and we text all the time like every day almost you know and yeah. we connected very much um in this kind of um very strong like we feel each other you know yeah. and um we've been talking about how lately the intuitive hits and the 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 intuition the 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 connection to spirit is off the roof like it's yeah. through the roof right now like for those of us that i think are already tapped in we're like whoa Absolutely. but i can imagine and we can handle it because we understand it and we're like okay we got to step into more power step like like just be it but if you don't it. if you're not used to it heart right. palpitations or sorry the guides are just telling me to tell yes. people that if they are experiencing the heart palpitations or a feeling that they feel dizzy this is this is ascension symptoms, but it's also connections. So the dizziness, obviously, if you're unwell a lot, then obviously you go and see your doctor. But um, if you feel a bit of dizziness, that is definitely a sign that your vibration is shifting. Mm. If you feel heart palpitations, that's another sign. And also itching as well is another sign. Healing the separation isn't that interesting so the cortex is the skin part wow. of the, um so the the skin is the cortex part of the brain which is responsible for separation so when we get itching we that is the healing of separation so if you think about it as source we are reconnecting and healing the separation to source Oh my God, that just blew my mind. And there's going to be a side note for after the episode is over, <laughs> something's coming through, but, but yeah. yeah, that is, wow. That is yeah. like blowing my mind right now. So that's, I mean, that's, that's from my meta health training and essentially like neuropsychology, looking at the brain relays and dis-ease, metaphysical dis-ease. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. so look Amazing. at that, put that all together. That looks really, that's really cool. Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. So here's another question. How, how has your, um, cause you, you are the, the, the spiritual scientist. And mm -hmm. so how has your, um, scientific background helped, uh, your, just everything that you do, how, how do you maybe work with people now, um, yeah. having all this amazing background and, <laughs> and experience and trainings and, yeah. All of that. So if I hadn't seen spirit, I never would have been a medium. Mm -hmm. So I think the thing is that I had to be given that as an ability because I wouldn't have gone down that path. So I decided probably on a soul level many you know, years ago, <laughs> eons ago, that I would come in and I would be able to see spirit. I'd be able to know evidence wise that absolutely 100% this is true because I never Jay would have done it right so what I do now is everything I speak about everything I teach I know that it comes from a place of me seeing evidence or knowing that these people are healing from it and quite often people come to me you know with a, a physical dis-ease I like to call it dis-ease 
And so we're always looking at, you know, even even messages such as um, labels as cancer and all sorts, you know, people come and they heal the parts of them that are giving the message. Right. So it's the same with medication. It's the same with anything that is in our body. We can heal the message of why, as I suppose we could say, the environment of the cell. So the way that I work is on a science level, I'm helping people heal the trauma that's held in the vibration of the cell. Mm -hmm. So then their vibration is reflected out and the universe gives them a different reflection. You know how it works, right? So as they heal and now Chiron, like there's a lot of um, childhood trauma going on. Well, it's being resurfaced because people are needing to release the fear and the feeling of being trapped or not or on their own or whatever it might be. And I, I stumbled upon that from working with veterans with PTSD, did another bit of anecdotal uh, research, didn't mean to do. And I noticed that they all had childhood trauma. So when we healed the childhood trauma, the PTSD symptoms went within wow. like three sessions, within three sessions. So they no wow. longer had the PTSD. So wow. that led me, yeah. So that led me to my speaking career. So I then started getting asked to speak at conferences about my research and that's where it went. But it started with platform mediumship, right? Which I didn't even know I was going to do. <laughs> yeah. And so then, so then, you know, my, my absolute passion, my absolute joy is to see people aligned to their mission. So what I've found is that when we heal the trauma, and that's my specialism, when we heal the trauma, we hear, we start to hear our inner guidance. We start to really know who we are and the world opens up because we're lining to our mission. And mm -hmm. that to me is music to my ears. When I hear somebody, I mean, I have a, an amazing lady um, called Lansing and um, I have amazing clients anyway, but Lansing healed herself from cancer. But what happened was that as she was healing the trauma, she started to realize, my guides were giving her a bit of input, but started to realize that actually what she was meant to do through this experience of her um, body showing these messages to her, that actually her journey was to help people understand their body was showing them a message. But if she hadn't have healed herself from that message, she would have stayed in the vibration of trauma and never done, never stood on her mission. Wow. So her mission, she, she writes a blog um, called whenmybodytalks.com. And that came about, we were on a course called the, um, spirit, <laughs> yeah, the Spiritual Entrepreneur. I ran that last year and she was on it. And she, from that program that we run, she got, the intuition to write and it was to write a blog and her dad was a writer so she'd always written um but to write a blog and these blogs come through her you know she channels them now she never did she never did anything like that I feel cancer is coming home mm. I feel when someone presents when I'm working with them and they have that message it's time to come home within themselves <laughs> my whole body yeah <laughs> yeah I so it's not something outside of us that we have to kill that we have don't get me started on germ theory but it's not something outside of us that we have to kill we have to love 
So we have to love those cells. We have to love that heart. We have to love that child that didn't get the compassion they needed in that moment. We have to come from love. So even if we're taking medication, even if we are on that journey, which is absolutely fine, it's a choice, we love ourselves. And so it's that vibrational, unconditional, seamless love from the universe that we are. If we say we need to fight and battle it, what do we get? Mm-hmm. Right. Or yeah. fight and battle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So she's just a beautiful. If, you, if people go to my YouTube, it's just my name, Susan Kennard. My YouTube channel has got her, her speaking about it on there as well. And, you know, people, it gives people hope. Yes. You know? Yes. It's, hope she was healthy she was fit she used to run she used to um eat healthily she's all of that but it wasn't that it was the message of the trauma that she experienced a lot of childhood trauma and it was that message that she hadn't heard mm. yeah oh that's just so incredible it's so, yeah so cool when you can see people transform like that you know we'll probably speak on a stage one day together i think um <laughs> I feel like, yeah, Yeah. I feel, I feel like it's important, but so yeah, the work I do is, is, is just whatever, you know, people come with, but it's always about mission. It's always about mission. You know, it comes during this time. Mm -hmm. Isn't it interesting that it's during this time that people are coming. And that's what I was thinking that was coming through when you were talking is that the reason why it's it, it's so connected to mission is because that is how we are as a collective are healing and it's so interesting yes. too that like all that venus transiting you know venus transits that are going on right now uh, yeah. and the libra full moon that's coming up are talking about you know the collective and my stellium in libra right five planets right <laughs> four or five planets like you know right at the top of the chart right so you know it's my it's my mission it's my mission to to help people love it relationship to themselves you know yeah um so yeah and in your relationships as well you can see it in your relationships so that's your reflection your mirror yeah so your mirror is oh that person who uh, is in your house with you you know really annoying you that's your mirror (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that (laughs) yeah you're married yeah (laughs) it's not even about that (laughs) all right okay (laughs) but it's it's, it's, um a great teacher right so whoever's in your life at the moment you might be listening to this you're like oh my god that person's just you know they don't agree with what I agree with especially with what's going on at the moment in the world like there's there's lots of different beliefs and 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 I think that we need to look at how we feel about that divide because that's part of who we are if we feel upset about it then we need to look at where is it within us that feels separated right so intense key and my guides just came in and like really guiding me to talk about separation and it is that kind of division that um thank you yeah so they're saying it's a bit like the you know we saw the parting of the sea Mm. yeah we we heard we hear about the parting of the sea but there really was no parting of the sea it was a perception that Mm. the sea was parted right so the perception of division is what whoever believed they saw at that time 
it's quite a good analogy actually they're giving me here yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, i've actually been to jesus's beach actually at the part where the sea is half separated in turkey and uh you walk along it and it's as if you're walking into the middle of the ocean yeah and it's actually on a sandbank so cool but anyway um I digress. So basically, we, you know, we can see it as a perception that the sea is parted. So we can see the world as a perception that there is a divide. But we are all part of the soul collective of unified light, aren't we? There's, you know, the Palladians I work with, I know they work with you as well. <laughs> the, the Palladians, yeah, too, is that they're all part of who we are. We just, I just call them my team, but essentially they're part of me. You know, it's not, there isn't a separation uh, of anything. So our animals yes. are, are us and we are animals. My children are me, you know, they're you, they're, you know, we're everything. So when we look at our leaders or we look at, they're, they're actually part of who we are, which is kind of a scary thought sometimes, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like when you go away down that rabbit hole, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. But coming back to consciousness and coming back to unity and coming back to the oneness, the connection with our guides, I feel, you know, bringing it back to mediumship is connection with our guides is, is paramount right now. You know, if you know that you're not on your own, that whatever you do, you've always got someone having your back, then life is so much better and easier isn't it i love that yes i totally agree and when you don't hear from a publisher and you've waited nearly a month <laughs> you know like all is well child trust in, trust in the divine plan right. right and that can be annoying but at least i trust it mm. yeah mm -hmm. so it's it's you know people go through their life and especially now losing people and seeing um perhaps life with a lens of fear when we can come to uh life with a lens of possibility <clears throat> yeah yeah i love that so um for our viewers before we finish up i would love for you to tell them where they can find you if they want to work with sure. you or what are some of the programs that you offer sure yeah well susan kennard is my name so that's my website so s-u-s-a-n k-a-k-e-double-n-a-r-d and then it's dot c-o dot uk and if you're in the uk you'll call it co.uk but in the states it's c-o dot uk <laughs> <laughs> um my youtube channel i know that from 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 uh, having to say it several times my youtube channel is my name so it's exactly the same obviously facebook um uh linkedin uh twitter uh, and Instagram, but the courses I run, yeah. So the mediumship is beginners advanced. Um, I run retreats every month. This April coming up, it's a retreat around connecting with all the souls you're meant to be with in this lifetime. So clearing the way for those souls to come into your journey and also um, deepening your soulmate relationship or your twin soul relationship that you're in already. Uh, what else? Um, I run moon events. I've got one tonight at nine o'clock in a few hours. So I do astrology, uh, intuitive astrology events where I do lots of healing with the guides. Uh, what else do I do? Um, I run programs as well. We're running a program called the Abundance Gateway at the moment, which is amazing. And I'm definitely going to run that again. Um, but the guides haven't told me when yet. So I'm kind of like 
treading water with that one because we're still doing it. So I feel like there's a lot of things in the pipeline that the guides give me. But there's many ways that you can work with me and, and to work with me free, um, you can do my free uh, video course, which is called Awaken the Light Within. And very soon, hopefully that contract will come for the book <laughs> in which all my processes are in um, that people can do for themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for being here with us. And Thanks for having me. Yeah, that was really beautiful, really insightful. And I hope that you guys that are listening have also received a lot of information. If you're wondering about mediumship, now you know, now you have somebody you can go to. <laughs> yeah. And it's all on Zoom, right? It's all on yeah, Zoom, even though I'm in the UK, it's on Zoom. You can access it completely. And that's yeah. what I love about the the, the modern world. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you so much. And um, we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Channel for Grace Uncut podcast. If you loved this episode and this podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. You can find me on MeWe and YouTube as at Channel for Grace, and you can discover a world of amazing offerings on my website. If you want to learn astrology, if you want to learn about what it means to discover your inner sacred feminine, if you're curious about how the current astrology is affecting you, if you want a private astrology reading, compatibility or tarot oracle readings, and if you're looking for sweet handmade zodiac themed jewelry and other designs, go to my website www.channelforgrace.guru. I will see you again on our next episode. <laughs>